An October morning in a quiet suburb in a town in Scotland. A man is walking his dog when suddenly shots are fired from a car. The man falls to the ground and the car speeds off. An ordinary residential area, but extraordinary things happen in ordinary places. The instinct right away was it was a political thing. We're talking about Russian trained, high ranking officer in the Secret Service. An assassin comes to town, a six part podcast. Available now wherever you get your podcasts. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Buntwine erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I study the secrets of the divine plagues and uncover the blasphemous truth that ours is not a loving God and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, wherever podcasts are available. Welcome to The Case Within. True crime storytelling done responsibly. This is a story about uncovering truths, beginning with your own. While the show is based on multiple accounts of real-life crimes, the full story and names have been fictionalized. The Case Within is an immersive listening experience. At times, it may seem like sounds are coming from the sides or behind you. The show contains depictions of violence, sexual assault, mild language, PTSD, and traumatic events that some people may find disturbing. Content warnings for this episode are listed at the end of this show's notes page. Listener discretion is advised. Whimsical Entertainment presents The Case Within, created by Jonathan W. Robbins and Jillian Clare. Episode 7, Nuclear Family. While the majority of abductions are family-related and the risk of injury or death is marginal, in kidnappings by strangers, nearly 20% of victims are found deceased. Help me, Nicole. I'll give you 3,000. But look at her. Avenge me. <sighs> yeah? Director Mendez, it's Bomber. You were right. I know. I wish I weren't. Me too. I, listen. We need to put a hold on Charles and Jennifer's passports while we wait for connecting evidence. That's a big ask, Bomber, when there aren't any charges on file for either one of them yet. What makes you think they're gonna flee the country? What, what, what if they were driving by and saw the excavation? Well, they just happen to be driving through their old town two hours away? Well, someone upkeeps the property. Yeah. Well, I suppose we can't be sure. All right, I'll, I'll make some calls. Thank you, sir. Help me! Please! Move! 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 
What have you done, you son of a bitch? Nothing. Until you can prove otherwise. The evidence connecting Aaron to you is all circumstantial, but there's enough pieces to bring you in. But can you hold me? You know what the Department of Justice will say. You don't have a warrant. We've got the bloodstains in the basement. Signs of imprisonment. And now her remains in the fucking backyard. I'm just the real estate agent. Damn it. It still could have been anyone who killed her. Huh. It could have been Jennifer. Well, that's what I'm saying. You just don't know. Fuck. All this time I've been focusing on Charles, but what if Jennifer was calling the shots? She persuades him to kidnap her. She's too hard to control, so she kills her. Or persuades him to kill her. I don't know. In a case from Canada in 1992, Paul Bernardo and his wife Carla Homoka were arrested for the abduction and murder of two teenage girls, Leslie Mahaffey and Kristen French. Hamoka was convicted only of manslaughter, after a plea bargain that framed her as a victim of domestic abuse, which led to her being an unwilling accomplice. While subsequent evidence proved Hamoka was a more willing participant than she claimed, and in fact was largely responsible for the sexual assault and murder of her own sister as well, prosecutors had determined that Bernardo was more important, and locking him up for good was priority. Even if it was Jennifer who did it. Most likely you'd get the dangerous offender designation and she'd get a downgraded charge to testify against you. I need someone to testify. What if she wasn't murdered at all? A suicide? I mean, also possible. She gave up hope on escaping, saw no other way out. But someone buried the body. Still a crime. An autopsy's got to turn up something. That takes time. And in the meantime, I saw you. Fuck! The braised beef is really good. Your father's a fine cook. Have to be. Can't eat out, so gotta know how to make it myself. Not like Jennifer can, she'd overcook it. Honey. She would. She'd dry that meat out to the point that you'd break a bloody tooth on it. That's not fair. It's the truth. You could eat out without me. Have a date night. <laughs> Aaron, come on now. You know we can't do that. You're not thinking of running away again, are you? Trying to trick us? No, I didn't mean it in that way, I swear. Well, Aaron knows what'll happen if she ever tries anything like that again. I do. I won't. Besides, she also knows that we have the property booby-trapped. She'd never make it past the front gate. Exactly. So, you don't have to stay here on account of me. We could lock her up again while we were out. No, you don't have to do that. Does that scare you? Yes, please. Jennifer. I won't do anything. We can lock you up anytime we want. Stop, please. Jennifer. You ungrateful, is that it? Jennifer, shut the fuck up! You don't talk to our daughter that way. We are a family. We dine together and we stay together. Is that clear? Yes. Good. Now please finish your food.
Good morning, Special Agent Bomber. Is it? You failed me, Nicole. No, I didn't. I couldn't have stopped this. It must have happened long before I ever even knew about the case. But I'm still dead. I wish I was involved with this case sooner. But you didn't know about me until my mother called you. Oh God, your mother. What am I gonna say to her? The truth. I've never had to tell anyone their child is dead before. And this probably won't be the only time you ever have to. No. Probably not. It's not your fault. It's the system that failed me. Yes. The case never should have been closed. So what are you going to do about it? I'm going to make sure Charles and Jennifer can never hurt anyone ever again. You'll need a strong case if you want no parole. I've got so much to connect them to you already. The initial reports from the waitress, placing them at the diner with you the last day you were seen alive, Charles's connection to the garage with the car, and also to the property where you were buried. So, let's say you get my autopsy and it confirms that I was murdered. Will that prove he did it, beyond a reasonable doubt? Maybe. But maybe he's not good enough. What about the letter? The letter? Of course, if... If you were dead, then you couldn't have sent the letter. That means Charles or Jennifer did. That would be enough to connect them to you. I'm gonna get them, Aaron. I'm gonna get those fuckers. Where's Aaron? In her room, listening to that music of hers. <laughs> teenager. She's not a teenager anymore. How old is she now? She's 23. Well... You wouldn't know it. She acts like a teenager. She's a grown woman. She's our baby. Uh, she is not. She, <laughs> she's not a baby. You know what I mean. I wanted a baby, but you couldn't have one. I know. But that's why God brought her to us. I, I want a baby, Jennifer. Don't you love her? I want a baby, an actual baby that I can raise that we can raise. No, no, no. You, no, you don't get a say in it because you can't provide. We'll find another. We can go out right now. We'll, we'll find one younger this time. Uh, that's not good enough. What are you saying? What, what I'm saying is maybe God didn't give Aaron to us to be our daughter. Maybe she's supposed to be a mother. Charles, she can, no. She can give me what you can't. You want to fuck her? Is that what this is about? Oh, that's how you do it, isn't it? You want to fuck our daughter? She's not our daughter. What, are you going to do it in our bed? Does it matter? Our bed! Stop overreacting! I would rather she die than let that happen. Don't you lay a fucking finger on her. I'll kill her. You hear me? Jennifer? Mom? Bomber. 
Special Agent Bomber, the dental analysis came in on the remains we found at the property in Fillmore. Hit me. The deceased was a 39-year-old... 39? Yes, a 39-year-old female by the name of Jennifer McDonough. Holy shit. I'm emailing you copies of the report right now. Thank you. So he... If he killed his wife... You didn't even recognize me. The woman in the window. That was you. Must have been. Were you complicit in this? You were there all alone in the house. He was out. Why didn't you run? Stockholm Syndrome? You were imprisoned. Conditioned by deprivation, no sunlight, probably no food. You know what that's like. I've got to get you out of there. Now. Arrests have procedures. You need more time. You may not have time. Stockholm Syndrome was a term coined by the media after a 1973 bank robbery in Stockholm, Sweden, in which four hostages refused to testify against the robbers who held them, and even defended their actions. The term is commonly used to describe situations in which a person develops feelings for their captor. However, it has never been recognized as a psychiatric condition by the Diagnostic and Statistical Manual of Mental Disorders. Miss Stevens. I'm not letting you in without a warrant. I know my rights. I'm not here to arrest you, Miss Stevens. Then what are you here for? I need your help. <laughs> my help? Yes. I think you owe me something first. You want me to pay you? That's not what I mean. What do you mean, then? I think you know. You want me to apologize. Fine. I'm sorry I upset you yesterday. Upset me? Upset is hardly the word. Okay, I... I gave you a bit of a fright. Again with the understatement. You, a white FBI agent, threatened me, a black woman with your gun. You are a trigger-happy Karen. Do you have any idea the history black people in this country have had with law enforcement? Or don't they teach you that at Quantico? I'll let you in on a secret. We haven't had the healthiest relationship. You're absolutely right. That must have been traumatic. I, I was out of line. Way out of line. Way out of line. And I apologize for my actions. Apology appreciated, not accepted. Now, what do you need? You're willing to help me? You said a young woman was in trouble. I was never not going to help you. I... Thank you. I, I just need to know when Charles is away from his house. He's already seen me once, and, and he can't know he's under surveillance. But he's used to seeing you. That's it? You just... You just want me to watch him? Just do what you always do. Take a stroll, and when you see him leave, call me. I'll be nearby.
Don't forget we need cereal. Hey, Charles. Hi. Everything okay? Yeah. Bomber. He's gone. And I don't know for how long. Thank you. Yes? Aaron Michaels? McDonough. You thought you'd know what to say, but you don't, do you? Aaron, I'm Special Agent Nicole Bomber with the FBI. The FBI? I haven't done anything wrong. I, I know you haven't. Aaron, I'm here to take you home. This is my home. Aaron, I, I know you're scared. I've been there, but we know what happened to you. We know about Jennifer. You can't be here. If you come with me right now, I promise you, I won't let him harm you ever again. Trust me. I can't. I'm sorry. Are you in danger? I have a son. The preferred method of rescue in any captive situation is the one that involves the least risk. Without an immediate risk of danger, Nicole Bomber's actions that day were arguably sensible, while outside of standard procedures. Why Aaron wouldn't leave willingly, however, was not clear. Knocking would be nice. Charles McDonough murdered his wife. That's who he buried in the backyard. You can pin it to him? Not yet, but I know it was him. That's not good enough for the DOJ. Connecting him to Aaron Michaels won't be an issue because he's living with her. And their child. How do you know that? I scouted the place. And I spoke to her. Oh, no, no, no. No. Bomber, we, we, we talked about you taking risks like I, that. I thought I could convince her to leave with me. She was too scared. I could see it on her face. <sighs> If we bring the man in, you'll have 48 hours to get concrete evidence. Or, or we can't keep him. Do you understand that? Yes. All right, I'll assemble an extraction team. Meet me in briefing room C. There you go. There you go. Come on. I've got him. Him? It's a boy? <laughs> it sure looks that way. I want to see him. No, uh, give, give, me, give me a fucking minute here. I'm trying to figure out, trying to figure out how to cut this thing. <laughs> okay, there. There. Let me hold him. He's beautiful. Of course he's beautiful. He's my boy. What are we going to name him? I'm going to name him Mark. I want to call him Ethan. Shut your mouth. He's named what I say he's named. Come on, give him to me. Give him to me. No, please. I want to hold give him. Give him to me. Fine. You get all that stuff off him then and tell him to stop crying. He's he's a boy, for he's, God's sake. He's a baby. Will you fuck the fuck? Look at me. Oh, you ruined my clothes. Okay, all right. All right. I'm going to take a shower. When I'm done, he better not still be crying, okay? I'm not going to let him hurt you.
The Case Within stars Jillian Clare as Nicole, Jillian Shea Spader as Erin, Eric Martsoff as Charles, Martha Madison as Jennifer, Jonathan W. Robbins as the narrator, Abi Sina as Suresh, and A. Martinez as Director Mendez, with Patrika Darbo as Lorraine, Paul Nigro as Dr. Saunders, Carolyn Hennessy as Debbie, Addie Dadio as Nina, Dee Freeman as Tamara, and Daryl Dennis as Agent Croft. Additional performances by Paula Lindbergh, Roger Estrada, and Rob Paget. Written by Jonathan W. Robbins and Matthew Carvery. Directed by Jillian Clare and Jonathan W. Robbins. Executive produced by Rachel Beattie. Produced by Jillian Clare and Jonathan W. Robbins. Consulting producer Susan Bernhardt. Story producer Matthew Carvery. Associate producers Theodore Carvery, Tim Crawford, Myrtle McGovern, and Patrika Darbo. Original music by Corey Celeste. Edited by Jonathan W. Robbins. Mixed by Corey Celeste. Audio engineering by Eric Milos. Assistant audio engineer Maurice Soak, Jr. Catering provided by 16 Meals. Recorded at Clear Lake Studios. The Case Within is a SAG After podcast. Special thanks to Susan Bernhardt, Robert Bernhardt, Seedon Spark, Shane Easton, Benjamin Berg, Ed Robinson, Tanya Einan, Katya Gardner, Rob Goki, Rob Paget, Maria Lisi, Jennifer Liao, Matt Jackson, Beth Newcomb, Matt Newcomb, Jody Younce, Allison Van Orr, and all of our generous contributors. Talmor is my home. My family have worked the land for generations. My gran says the island does not belong to us, but we belong to the island. And we must be ready for a great evil is coming. And death follows with it. Listen and subscribe to the latest season of Undertow, The Harrowing, a story glass production presented by Realm, available wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Alexis Ohanian. You may know me as one of the co-founders of Reddit, but more recently, a large part of my identity is being a father to my two wonderful daughters. In my podcast, Business Dad, I'm hoping to open up the conversation about balancing careers and family. The one thing I constantly hear successful people say, without fail, is that they wish they'd spent more time with their kids. That's time no one can get back. So I decided to create Business Dad, to engage in the conversation about how we're spending our time now, providing a forum for successful dads to share their joys and challenges of being a working parent. You'll get to hear from a wide range of business dads, from Rain Wilson and Guy Raz to Todd Carmichael and Shane Battier. And while this podcast will talk about business and will definitely be featuring dads, I think everyone can learn something from these incredible conversations as we unpack the expectations we all have about careers, relationships, and ourselves. Business Dad is available now, so be sure to listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. GZM Shows and the creators of Six Minutes are rolling out their newest audio adventure with the podcast Discovering Dad. A cautious single dad with a secret past and his rebellious kids embark on a thrilling quest complete with hidden treasure, villains, and a family curse. New episodes of Discovering Dad roll out weekly starting June 11th on Apple Podcasts. Follow the show so you never miss an episode. 
or listen early and ad-free as a GZM Show subscriber. Go to gzmshows.com to learn more.